0: Reflections of your strong friend You need to check up on your strong friend Nobody ever checks up on a strong friend Uh, strong friend I remember 2003 out here screaming, we next I was gripping that 300, rockin' roll GS. I put rhinestones in my do-rag. I put on leather pants. I went to parties just for Bacardi. I tricked, I never dance. All my friends expect to be treated just as My next of kin, eyebrows lift up if I'm out with them and let them spin. The question is, how was y'all problems becoming my problems? I'm already hiding all of my problems behind my pop problems. When I was nine, seen my father beat the shit out my mama. I'm smiling right now. I'm trying not to cry about her. Alcoholic, I just. Spend five thousand trying to buy bottles of Patron again. Now sing along with your strongest friend. Suicide is a suicide. Suicide is a suicide. Suicide is a suicide. Suicide is a suicide. suicide, is a suicide. suicide, is a suicide. You need to check up on your strong friend The one with strength that's never gone in The one with sense, mm-hmm. take care of several grown men Pay their rent yo, yo. and then they
1: trade on him What mm-hmm.
0: up, what up, what up? Welcome
1: everybody, welcome, welcome, welcome Welcome to the Hood Loves Me Podcast I am your gracious host Mitchell Brown Thank you for listening to this podcast um, Shout out all my listeners, all my supporters Shout out all the guests that I had In the past weeks Um was really dope And um You know We're 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 trying to grow Out This Podcast Um Originally I I had wanted it to be Like a space where Where um I allow Friends of mine People that are close to me Um Showcase their talents And showcase the shit That they have going on As well as try to educate us About certain topics And And I, I I think that we've been able to to reach maybe not the exact point that I want it to be, but but we've gotten closer. We we have we have been progressing to that point. Um, so I, I I thank you all for listening. I, I I thank the past guests for for being guests and sharing with us their insight. Um, yeah. So today, tonight, this evening. Right. We have uh, a, a, a very good friend of mine. Right. The 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 wonderfully talented, um, the the amazingly beautiful Simone Simon. Yay, Sam. what's up, baby. How are you?
2: <laughs> hey, Mitch. How are you? I'm
1: doing really, really, really well. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you for joining me today. Right. You're I know, welcome. you know, I mean? you probably had a long day fresh from work and shit. Yes. You know what I'm saying? I but did. like but like still out here to give the people what they want.
2: Most definitely. Give
1: the people what they need.
2: Most definitely. And I
1: appreciate that.
2: You're welcome.
1: Right. So if you guys are not familiar with my my homegirl Simone, um Simone is, is the, you know what? This is this is this is gonna be the glow episode. <laughs> <laughs> That's what this is gonna be. This is gonna be the glow episode unless you drop like a bar or, or three and then I'll name it that. <laughs> not like an actual bar, but <laughs> know. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I know what you, you mean. you feel me? I feel like you. like but like the 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 glow episode is is Fitting for okay. you, because like I've I've seen the glow, I've seen the glow up from like a little kind of like sparkle, like a little twinkle. Okay, and you know what I'm saying? It kind of ballooned into you know what we have today, right? That, that's fair. That, that's all right, fair. all right, awesome. So 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 um um do do you want me to tell the people about you or do you want to tell the people about? I want you,
2: you to say. I want to see what you're gonna say. So okay. you go ahead first. Well,
1: well I'm gonna talk about first the cognac and conversations okay right um so S- simone is the 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 host the hostess
2: the host and creator the
1: host and the hostess and creator correct of cognac and conversations um which which is is it its own like youtube channel or is it just like a youtube series
2: well it was a web series Copy. so there were you know i got the idea uh, basically from all of my friends, mm-hmm. you included, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of conversations that we have around the table when we get together, when we go out, we hang out. I wanted to bring that to, I wanted to record them. I wanted to record them live so you could see me and my friends and what we do and some of the topics that we talk about. I felt like uh, within black millennials, we wasn't having enough conversation, mm-hmm. enough Real conversations. Yes, you have the Great Vine. Yes, you have all these other outlets, but you know
1: I have no idea what the Great Vine is.
2: Uh it's like a another channel where these group of black people sit around a the table, they talk about different things, but this is more like a dinner party. Gotcha. It's a dinner party. We're eating, we're drinking, yep. we're having fun. It's not so political, it's not too feminist, it's not a lot, it's not too many different things. It is just the right blend of ignorance with education yeah. <laughs> ratchet yeah. and sophistication which
1: is i mean i mean which is you know the the i guess the young black story right correct um you know and 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 i had said this uh, when i was talking with my friend michelle some you know weeks ago that almost inherently like black people young black people i mean i'm in my mid 30s i consider myself to be a young black person you know what i mean correct um but but like code switching is is like natural Mm -hmm. to where as though we're, you know, like who I am on this podcast ain't who I am in the office. Right. You know what I'm saying? You have to be
2: a multi-layered person these days. And it's very, you'd be surprised how many, you know, one-dimensional people you'll come across that this is just who they are. They're very flat. But you have to be multi-layered in order to basically survive. So you have to be able to survive at work, survive when you're, you know, out and about. You have to be able to survive with your family. You can't be the same person in every area. You have to be able to switch it up at some point.
1: And, and, you know, I, I, I'm aware of myself and what I look like. So certain <laughs> things that I have to... Certain things that you have to worry about, I don't have to worry about. Correct. You know what I'm saying? Um, I mean, I'm 6'3", 250 pounds of pissed off nigga. You know what
2: I'm saying? <laughs> you know what?
1: Certain it's, things... It's
2: funny that you say that. You know, you've kind of always <laughs> been like that. Even young... What do you mean? Young Mitch. What do you mean been like, been like? Mitch, I don't really remember anybody in college really like... Like trying to press you, I've never heard ah. any type of <laughs> random story. Like you know, like it just you just always just your presence has always been so strong.
1: I'm just a cool guy.
2: Why, your, why would anybody? But your presence is strong. It's the difference between I'm a if cool a guy, but your presence you. is very strong. When you walk into a room or when you're walking around people, people feel safe around you. Like I'm okay. Like Work. nothing's gonna happen to me here. But even young, For even sure. as a young guy, you know, yeah. you could just tell like. I don't really want to get into any kind of problems with him. I don't. I can't really gauge him, but I just don't think he's the type of guy that I should, you know, kind of like play. I don't remember too many guys like playing around with you like that, like.
1: I mean, I'll be friends? But not like strangers.
2: Nah, I don't yeah, I don't nah. remember. Nah. I don't remember that. Nah. Not too many yeah, nah. jokes. Nah. <laughs> not too many jokes.
1: I don't remember,
2: I don't recall I, I mean,
1: it. I mean, like, you know, I'm I'm a, for for the people that are listening, if you if you ever meet me in the street called, I'm am a friendly guy.
2: Of course you're friendly. I might
1: have like a resting bitch face, I believe it's called, <laughs> right? I might have one of those cuz cuz like that's what I've been usually by women. So, you know, you out, whatever, you you, you chilling, hanging out, you know what I'm saying, a chick try to come talk to you, or like a dude, I, I know like women that I know, they, they, they hate when niggas be like, damn baby, you, you need to smile, like motherfucker, no, I don't right. need to Either smile. Either way, you whether I'm you saying? smile
2: or frown, it's the same type of energy, they'll come and say whatever. But like, I've had chicks
1: approach me like, damn, you look mean, and I was like, oh, do I? I'm, I'm really not. You know what I'm saying? I'm, you just I'm really have not a strong like, energy. You
2: have really strong energy. Really really from the moment you know? I met you, your energy has been very strong. Like I say, even young bitch, your energy was strong.
1: And like, it, well, well, also because I felt like I had to defend myself because you was coming at me.
2: Are you gonna let people know where I know you from?
1: I mean you're you're more than willing, just, just as <laughs> long as you don't say the the the, the person's name.
2: No, but I know yeah, you're from school. I met sure. you in freshman orientation.
1: For Morgan State I always University. wonder Go why Bears. you were
2: at my part of orientation. You know, your what last you name starts with a B. Yeah. You and Trick's last name start with a B. Why were y'all there? My last name, M through Z was the second half of orientation. <laughs> y'all was supposed to go to the first A through L. Really? Y'all show yes. Y'all showed up at the orientation.
1: Oh, so yeah, huh?
2: Y'all showed up at the second half. Of orientation. is isn't that so funny? How we so like, all is that showed why, up at second orientation.
1: So like, is that why like fucking we was there with Keys and Dan and all that? Yes,
2: stuff? because their huh. last names were with my last name. That's you showed up at our orientation. Wow, <laughs> that's a, I always wondered that. Like, why was he there? Why were y'all there, there at that no, part? No. Nobody else was there. I mean, despite the fact that they basically shipped y'all with a bus load from your high school, like everybody from your high school that. It, it, it was a lot of us. Like they just shipped y'all there. It was a lot of us. Like y'all landed there. It in a was a play. lot of us.
1: It was a lot of us. But, Surprisingly. It was a lot of us. No, I, I don't know them niggas was doing <laughs>
2: Your presence was strong from the first time I met you.
1: Okay. you talking no, about that first time. No,
2: the very first time I met Work. you at orientation. Yeah. I, the only yeah. reason why I think I even met you, because I walked back. We were all leaving from the party, and I walked back. And somebody said, it's this guy to look like Little Bow Wow. Tricks don't kill me. <laughs> 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 I was like, what? I was like, let me go back and see. I walked in. You were like, yo, yo, where you from? I was like, uh... Harlem, you was like, oh, okay, I'm going to call you Harlem world. So your energy has always been pretty strong. I don't never really remember (laughs) you holding your tongue. I don't really remember you just being like, you know, I've seen you be chill in certain environments, you know, checking it out or whatever, but I've never really known you to be like, you know. I ain't never hear no crazy ness about you at all.
1: That's because they ain't, they ain't nothing crazy to hear about me, baby. You hear me? That <laughs> all. They ain't they ain't, nothing, they ain't nothing crazy to hear about me. I'm I'm cool as the other side of the pillow. I guess.
2: You know what I'm talking
1: about? But um, see, so like the the, the story that I thought you was gonna tell was when y'all ran down on me at the dorm.
2: Okay.
1: You know what I'm, <laughs> I'm not gonna tell it unless you want to talk about oh, it. Oh, when
2: I ran down on you.
1: When okay. Because you were coming to the defense of your friend.
2: As always, I'm still that time. person. Yeah,
1: but I mean, you were, you, you were your friends with her.
2: You know what? You're she not... was my friend at the time. That's <laughs> all that mattered. She was my friend it, at the right. time. <laughs> my whole thing with that was, and I still, and I stand by the statement. I just didn't want to be grouped in with a person that people were talking about. So I really just wanted to kind of clear it because it with the way it was presented to me, it was real. It was in bad taste, mm-hmm. and the way it was done was really bad. And I really felt bad because. We didn't even enroll in our classes yet. We just like kind of got there for you to be in college already and someone label you a hoe. I mean, goddamn, can we get through the first semester first before we start throwing out names and calling people hoes and be like, "All them hoes over there." Well, goddamn?
1: But hoe has kind of evolved.
2: Hoe has definitely evolved, has evolved. from where it was when I was in school. I mean, it was it was a sh-
1: But I mean, like like Sam, this was this was 15 years ago.
2: This is true,
1: right? Shit, fifteen years ago. This is true. You know what I'm saying? So like, like you know, I, I remember back in high school, right? Mm-hmm. Chicks used to literally say it was nasty to suck dick. <laughs> 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 hey, that's 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 nasty. Oh shit! Someone so I want to suck dick. That bitch because is nasty. Because
2: they shamed you. Who is they? men shamed you because the way that it was the way that guys would make it seem it was like sucking dick was a bonus and so if a girl did if a girl sucked dick she was extra nasty and then other guys want to and then like a lot of the girls that was sucking dick back then this is all based on my own high school I don't know what's going on yours (laughs) they all looked different they didn't look like what do you mean different all like, the girls who were sucking dick the back then was dips. low had low self-esteem mm-hmm. and didn't look up to par. That's all I'm gonna say because it was just like I want to do whatever it is to make this guy that I like like me more. So if he wants me to suck his dick, I'm gonna suck his dick. So if you were a certain type of girl like me, you didn't want to be grouped in with with you know <laughs> with, the ugly chick. With, with I'm not gonna say ugly. I'm you can't say ugly. Unattractive. We got with the unattractive female, so I wasn't sucking dick. I'm like, oh no, I'm not gonna do that because then I'm ugly. Well, unattractive. I don't want to do that. Isn't,
1: isn't and that see, and that's a
2: shame? and that's how it was made to feel. That's fucked up. The male species were douches. Listen, I mean, that's I mean, why I women were just like real, like a, a lot of don't tell nobody there. I sucked your dick because I don't want to be shamed. Yeah, <laughs> want to be shamed like that. I th- but I mean, so
1: some things don't ever change, like. Women to this day still don't want you to tell your stupid ass friends all the shit you gotta do in whatever bedroom to this day. Um, you know, what I'm saying? You know,
2: I would definitely agree with that because I remember in high school, my boyfriend, well, in high school, everybody thought I was having sex very early. I didn't have sex until later on after high school. And my boyfriend didn't go to college. School. I didn't wait that long, uh, okay. but I got like- right, After like, high school. Right, well, like, you know, uh-huh. like uh-huh. right before I uh-huh. got to school, because yeah, I didn't yeah, want to yeah. lose my virginity yeah, to nobody yeah. at school. And be turned out. Now, I do not want no nigga to be walking around like, yeah, I took a virginity. Like, I couldn't have nobody hold that over me. So, I was like, let me just lose it here and leave it in New York, and then I can just do whatever I want to do out in Baltimore. That's neither here nor there. Damn. That's just the way I thought, and that's okay. just the way I think still sometimes, but uh, I, I don't know. It- it was, it was just weird back then Like you just didn't want anybody to just Talk about it. Like women are just not comfortable talking about their sexual Experiences because if you are Open about your sexual history Your sexual experience you, you get shamed For it
1: I think that a lot of the shame though Because you know yeah dudes Is quick to call a chick a hoe but it's, it's To me it's dudes call chicks hoes Because they're feeling to hurt you know what I'm saying? Of
2: course. Like
1: like like it's like always the damn baby you fine as hell. Baby, what's your number? Fuck you nigga beat it. You ugly anyway, bitch. I ain't want your number. You know what I'm saying? Right. Which is like nigga she hurt your feelings. It's an insult. Also, I think that on a deeper level, right, dudes call women hoes because a lot of niggas have a poor self image of themselves. Right? I agree. For example, there's a lot of there, there, you know, there's a lot of talk on social media and all that shit. What adults, people that claim to be a, a, adults, that really give a fuck about how many people a woman has had sex with? I think that's a, that's that's a ridiculous conversation, unless you want to have a real conversation about it. But like niggas set guidelines, like oh well, you know, if a chick is thirty, she can not have sex with one of ten niggas. Like yo, dog, you're stupid.
2: There's a weird math that I that's, have with that's that. Stupid. There, there's weird math when you think about it. Okay, so this is my theory. This is the glow theory. So, if I was a woman who only had sex with three people, right? So, technically, I've only had three sex partners. But if those three sex partners that I had sex with had sex with over 50 people...
1: You had sex with 150, 150
2: people? Pe- 153 people. That's yeah. how many people I had sex okay. with. You don't just have sex with the three people. Okay. If you are in a monogamous relationship with just I lost my virginity to this one person. He lost his virginity to me. I've only had one sex partner. He's only had one sex partner. That makes sense. To try to limit me and say that I've had sex with too many people... If you do the math the way I just did the math compared to how many people you had sex with, I mean, the number is ridiculous. And you would be scared to fucking death. Like, I cannot believe. Because if if it only, I say it like this. And the reason why I do the math this way is because if I only had sex with three people, why if you caught something from that person, it comes to me? Mm-hmm. It should be between you and them, right? That's if you get chlamydia from her, why does it come to me why do I gotta get chlamydia? If, if I didn't have sex with her? Because Word. it travels, and that's how sex works. You mm. just can't have sex with just me. You have sex with me, her, and she has sex with him, and he has sex with her, and it travels like that. You know, I've if heard the, that before. I wish that the disease could stop with whoever you had it with, but Word. it doesn't. I can catch it too. So when you think about it in the ignorant sense of, oh, there's just too many people, the number irritates you. If I say how many people I had sex with, it irritates you because you'd be like, oh my God, like all those people like that have seen her naked. All this, like, it's an insecurity factor.
1: Word, which, which again goes to the self Listen, the
2: last five count in any hospital or doctor clinic you go to, you got to count the last five people you had sex with. Make sure you get checked every six months and that's important. People always ask how many people you had sex with. When was the last time you went to the doctor is probably the most important question I can ask in my age. Mm-hmm. When was your last full STD screening? When was the last one? Okay, you don't want to go. Let's go together. Okay, let's do this together because that's important. My health is important. Absolutely. My ego. Uh, I'll figure it out. But I don't really be asking how many people they had sex with like that.
1: But niggas ask that question to women, and that's some and that's some whole nigga shit. As- Unless. You're having a mature conversation about each other's sexual histories and so on and so forth. You know what I'm saying? But even that gets tricky. It
2: it it'll start off mature and it'll get petty at some point because well, you say what it is and you try to be honest. At any time a woman has tried had a mature conversation with a man, at some point this man' feelings have surfaced and you just be like, "Damn, that mature conversation come back up again." I I well,
1: I mean, I can only talk about the conversation that I've had with with mm-hmm. women. Um, I've never been like, "Damn, bitch, you fucked up," because yeah, you know, I've you know not to toot my horn, but I've had sex with a lot of women. You know did that saying, math? Right? I did that hey, yo, math. I mean, I mean, <laughs> listen, listen. If you do that math uh, like that? I do it that don't that matter. Right
2: We've all had sex with a lot of people, and that's just what you have to just kind of boil it down to. But men make you feel uncomfortable about it, and a lot of women, and, and in their own head, they think that if you repeat a partner, it's better than adding a partner. I'm not gonna just go back and have sex with somebody
1: unless it was good of, sex.
2: I don't want to do that either. I not don't even if that. it was
1: like like good sex? Like, there's a couple of chicks I'd be like, yo, it's, I wish like so-and-so nigga, I'd... you know what I'm saying? No?
2: I'm a mental person. If okay. you have done something to really piss me off, or if me and you were not in a good space and place or whatever, if I just feel safe, I cannot have sex with you and it'd be okay because I don't like you as a person. Mm. I can't take my... I don't know how people can say, oh, it's just sex. This never just sex. Not like that.
1: That just might be bullshit that people feed themselves. They're telling
2: they're lying. I'm Word. not doing that. I Word. can't do it. I don't like you. Please don't touch me. I don't want any of that, whatever you got on me. Word. At all.
1: Yeah, and, and I mean I've I've heard that from, you know, other people that I know where they say like when you have sex with someone if there's an exchange.
2: Hell fucking you yeah. You leave
1: some of yourself, you take some of them, you, you know, wake on like up a spiritual with everything sense.
2: that they have on them and, and I would lie, I would be lying if I said that didn't happen. Like, I promise you, I had sex with a guy who had no money, I lost all my money. <laughs> I pro- I promise to God, <laughs> I lost my whole life. You laugh like that. I'm being fucking honest with you.
1: Yo, I'm not laughing. I'm being honest. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not laughing at your I promise fortune. to God. it but was a mean, you r- said, it like, was I had a sex with a nigga with no money. I, I lost I promise you, I had
2: money. sex with this guy. And I was seeing this guy. And it was like, everything in his life was in turmoil. And I promise you, it was like... One by one, everything that I was working for started to slip away. It was like some weird voodoo. I was like, this thing got my hair in a jar. Like, he got to have my hair in a jar because it's no way in hell that I'm now flunking out of college. I've got F's on I had to just flunk out one semester and just repeat the whole semester the next year. I, my apartment is, like, I don't have no more money. No more money is coming in. I can't seem to get my hands on any fucking money. I am calling people. Everything is falling out. And he's just watching me drown. I'm literally, like, just, like, bubbles are coming up out my nose. And I was like, you have to be careful about who you share your body and your space and your energy with because... Bart. That shit right there to take take you down immediately. Even with a bitch, you know what I mean? not a call any female a bitch, but even with nah, a woman, nah, nah. you know what I mean? Even me? with even these with, bitches. Talk that even shit, with a woman, like you know what I mean? Like a woman will come some people can come and be a ray of sunshine, other people will come and be a rain cloud. A f- a and if you have sex with somebody hurricane. who's confused, that confusion will come on you and you just be like, Why am I so confused? Why am I you have to be mentally strong within yourself, with anybody that you are, you know, dealing with, period though. That's just my. That was just my own personal story, but it was. That's a true story. That was based on a true story. It took me years to kind of get everything back that I was like losing.
1: Is yo? Isn't that the? Isn't that the fucked up thing about like like it takes five minutes to do some wrong shit.
2: It'll spiral everything
1: down.
2: Yo. It'll take everything.
1: Like a five minute whatever will fuck you up for five months.
2: Some people Five are just years. negative. Some people that you allow in your life are just negative, Absolutely. and you just don't understand. Like, why am I not like? Why can't I just get past this hump? Why is all this stuff happening to me? It be it be the person. It it does. It's something about them is just bringing you down. You just gotta.
1: And that's just contagious. Like that, that fucking energy is 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 like very 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 contagious.
2: Do you have sage?
1: Do I have sage? You no, should get no, some. I don't have like oh, like burning sage and you all that. You should get some, and I, I don't have any sage.
2: You sh- I'll, I'll go get you some. It's important. Like I'm really like serious about cleansing.
1: So I'll I'll tell you my, I guess philosophy or, or, or approach, and, and it may not be healthy, but I. <laughs> so I don't give a fuck. Okay,
2: right? I know
1: that. <laughs> okay, but like when I say I don't give a fuck, people feel like oh my god, like how could you? Like I care. I care about a lot.
2: I understand.
1: but i don't give a fuck
2: that makes sense
1: you know what i'm saying like 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 you know my friends like you know you you you, you not know, been friends for a while like right. I, I care about my friends like i'm i consider myself to be a loyal friend like i'll rock out for my friends
2: right
1: however if somebody doesn't want to be my friend
2: you don't give a fuck i don't give a fuck
1: like That's it's going to hurt it's going to bother me but like yo my nigga i I, cause I know i didn't do shit to you right you see what i'm saying so, like, you know, when, when, like, people talk about stress and things like that, I don't stress. Yo, I was fucking thinking about, you know, joining this gym, right? Like, right down the block. One of the nice gyms. Like, mm-hmm. like uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, shout out to Lifetime Athletic. And um, I go, and, like, homie takes my blood pressure. And he looks at me, and he's like, man, your blood pressure's amazing, dude. And I, and I was like, all right. He was like, no, seriously, like.
2: You <laughs> don't stress about nothing. And, and,
1: and that's what he said. And I was like, yeah. I was like, I was like yeah, I, I don't. He was like. Ow. and I was like yo man fuck it. So I told him, I'm like yeah, fuck it. I'm like
2: that's my new mantra for 2019. It. Literally, I have to stop trying to control everything. Like I have no control over. It. Like once you realize that all of this shit is out of your hands. Like everything is out of your fucking hands. You don't even get to decide whether or not you wake up or not. What? Like that shit is not even in your motherfucking control, you just kind of get through life a lot better and you're able to, you know, deal with shortcomings a lot better. Like, I I would have nervous breakdowns every time like something would happen. Like, I just, in my 20s, I think I spoke to Fred about this. Shout out to Fresh.
1: Shout out my nigga Fresh. Fresh, what up? I was
2: like, why were the 20s so fucking hard? Like, these shits were, my 20s were painful. I became a mom at 23 and mm-hmm. that was it. Like everything after that was yeah, over. Twenty three. Yeah. I was I only had like three years in my twenties, but those first three years was taking me down. Like I was like, yo, I can't breathe. I can't do anything. Everything is like falling apart. When is this shit gonna come together?
1: So, do you feel like, cause, cause now I mean, like you know, you got Levi. Levi is a phenomenal young woman.
2: Shout out to my baby. Right.
1: Shout out, Levi. Um, hopefully she's not listening to this because we gonna we, we talk about a lot of topics on the Hood loves me. But um, today would would you say like today you're kind of wrapping your arms around because because you talked about life in in like your your twenties and mm-hmm. especially people that go to college and I think that that's one of the reasons why not just at schools like Morgan State but college in general so many people drink and do drugs the way they do in college because of the fear of it because you're afraid you're in this new place with no supervision for the right. first time and you got to navigate your way through this dangerous world that everybody your whole life told you to be afraid of right so now all of a sudden you're out here by yourself usually in a strange place or a strange city that you've never lived in around these people that you met four months mm-hmm. ago that are supposed to be your friends and you don't know what to do mm-hmm. so fuck it if i'm drunk if i'm high if i'm whatever then i won't have to think about how heavy this situation is you know what I'm saying? It's like the blind man that's touching the elephant. Like, your hands right. are on it, but you have no idea how large the shit is that you're holding.
2: I I would say this. I mean, and I had this um, this talk with my mom before, because my mom is, like, becoming more self-aware of a lot of things. I guess as I become older, she's able to see, like, some stuff that could have been done better, some stuff that wasn't done, some things that she's like, all right, Simone, like, what the fuck is going on? Um, I always tell her that I wasn't emotionally prepared for life. Mm-hmm. I'm all I've always been able to survive. I know how to survive in places. I, you know what I mean? I'm not going to fall too short. I might do some dumb shit, but not too dumb. Just enough to get myself out of it, but I have put myself in situations where it was like, okay, maybe that wasn't the best fucking decision, but I wasn't emotionally prepared to deal with college when I went to college. I was just trying to get the fuck out of New York. I was mm-hmm. trying to I was running away from my family. Mm-hmm. That's why I was leaving. I wanted to go it was either when you graduate out of high school, what the fuck was you gonna do? You gonna what? join the service? Nah, chill. I'm not gonna do that. I'm not going to the service. I, I'm not even. I'm not even physically equipped to deal with that shit. Um, you gonna work a job? You know, I'm from Harlem, so you know Harlem is all about stunting, and nobody want to be sitting on a bench on a block. Like that's how it is. Like you know, sitting on the bench with the girls with their stroller. Like I'm like I'm a little bit better than this. I want to at least go ahead and try to go away to school. So I only had one option, which well two was. Stay home, work, work at, like, The Gap or go to BMCC or one of these city colleges and live at home and still be in that turmoil where I was at. Being
1: in that environment.
2: In that environment at my home. My home environment wasn't the best environment. It was very dysfunctional. There was a lot of things going on, and I couldn't breathe in there. I couldn't grow. So I said, all right, bam, the only way that I could get out of here for four years is to go away to school. I didn't even know how the fuck I was even going to go to school. I didn't even have no money. They would like fill out this fast, but I'm like, oh, they gonna give me bread. And then when I got the paper, I was like, oh my God, what the fuck I'm supposed to do with $3,000 school cost 15, what $18,000 and two, 2003, it was 18, $18 dollars. I know the number too exact because that's how much more money I took out as a student alone. I didn't know anything. I didn't know financial responsibility. I didn't know how to balance a checkbook. I still don't know how to write a check. Thank God for everything being digital. Cause I'm the digital queen. Um, There were so many things that I didn't know how to fucking do and that I had to learn on my own. And I just, I feel bad for those kids that go away to the schools and they're first generation college students like I was. And they're just out there. Like, I was in a, I was with wolves. And we was in Maryland of all places, like in Baltimore. People were getting robbed in Northwood, um... First semester, this guy I met in uh, Montebello. I was wondering why he didn't call me back no more. He died. And I was like, oh, shit. I was wondering what happened to this guy. The guy got killed in the parking lot of the bowling party. Wow. By the freshman dude that came in with us. And I was like, oh, my fucking God. And every year somebody was dying at school and it was taking a fucking toll on Word me. Word Word up. It was taking a toll on me. Every time I turned around, I was like, Oh my fucking god! This shit is crazy. Then it was like first sem, like freshman orientation was an eye opener because after freshman orientation, all the people we met didn't come back that mm-hmm. first semester. Then it was after first semester, and nobody came back after first semester. Then it was like you were surprised to see motherfuckers there.
1: Sophomore year. Sophomore
2: so. year, you be like, oh my god, I'm go so to happy word, to so see you. So you made it back, my
1: nigga. Like so happy word. to see
2: you. Like word. every year you saw somebody there, you get, and I think that's why I go so hard for homecoming. I'm just so fucking happy to see us at this age. Like, people don't understand how we created a family for ourselves outside of our own, you know, immediate family. But there were so many fuck-ups that I made that, you know, at 23, I was like, I could, could come back to all this shit later. And that's how I looked at it. I didn't start living until I had Levi. Mm. I was basically dead on the inside. Mm. Just kind of just going through school, just doing everything but what I was supposed to be doing, jumping in serious fucking relationship. I had two serious boyfriends in Maryland that weren't from Maryland, that didn't go to school with us, that were from New York, that were living in my home. I would die if Levi would do that now. I would fucking die if my daughter was moving niggas in her fucking home and was playing house. I would literally come to Levi's school and burn her fucking apartment down. But Levi, I fought too hard for this shit.
1: So like, so, so, so like what? Because you're a young woman that has lived through this shit, Mm -hmm. right? What, like, how, are you delicate when you try to convey these messages, when you try to, you know, tell your young daughter,
2: well, baby,
1: don't do that shit because. The
2: thing about it is the difference between how I was raised and how Levi was raised. See, I didn't have enough shit to do. That's that's where these boyfriends and living in shit situations come from. You guys are very
1: occupied.
2: She's busy, and if I keep her busy enough that she can focus on her goals and see how rewarding it is to keep striving for stuff, then hopefully she would want to be with someone or. Her, her goals would be different. Like, you you can already kind of see where Levi is going at in life, and she's only nine years old. Her priorities are different. Because, see, at nine, I was already liking boys. I was always looking for a way out anyway, though. Like, I was looking for escape. Like, I was looking for Prince Charming to come save me from my family and mm-hmm. take me away. So, I was always looking for that rescue. Levi is her the princess that saves herself. Mm. So, you know, that... That message won't even be that hard. I would definitely have to be like, listen, Levi, Jaquan can't fucking stay here. This little <laughs> nigga gotta fucking go. Like, you in school. Like, you up here. I, I don't know why I was doing that. That's the part about it that, you know, kind of fucks it, me up.
1: Could it be that you were trying to like mold your knight in shining armor out of this? Pile I was of just dog trying shit?
2: to do too much. That's what I was doing. And I was too young to be doing some of the shit that I was doing and getting in all kinds of fucking trouble with niggas that ain't have they shit together these guys are just as young as i was we're in our 20s we're 20 21 years old and we're in a serious committed relationship like we're married that doesn't make any sense to me now when i say it out loud but it was real back then like we are in we're in love you're my boyfriend you're my girlfriend you can't talk to this person you can't talk to this person we're together how could you
1: do this to me i
2: added somebody onto my bank account like There's just so much stupid shit that I fucking did. And my mother just was like, what the fuck, Simone? I was like, I didn't know that I couldn't take his name off without closing out the whole account. I thought I could just erase it. Like, it was just so much stupid shit that I did. And if I had, like, a woman's mentoring program, I'd be like, leave these niggas where you meet them. Leave them all here.
1: Not like the man-hater.
2: Nah. Everybody always think that I be man-hating. I'm not man-hating because it's so easy for women to get wrapped up into men and what the man is doing in their lives. No matter how old they are, we are natural nurturers. As soon as we meet a man, we're going to get swooped up into everything he's doing. His family, his mother, his grandmother, his kids, his... Whatever it is that he's doing, we want to be there. We want to be that ride or die, cheerleader, blah, blah, blah. It's so easy for us to get wrapped up that you got to have your own shit going on. Because if Mm -hmm. not, if this nigga come and you don't have your shit solid, he's going to come in and you're going to forget all about the shit you was doing. And you're going to get swooped up into his life. And Mm -hmm. then you're going to be mad at yourself from time to time. Like, I don't have no more me. Where am I? Mm -hmm. I lost myself in this nigga. And now... I don't even know. I don't even feel comfortable doing the shit that I thought you that you know it was fun. Mm-hmm. It's so fucking easy. And I would tell any young girl out here, do what the fuck you gotta do. And if Jaquan really like you like that, let that nigga catch up to you at some point. Like he ain't these niggas ain't never where we at at the same fucking time any fuck away. Let that nigga catch up to you later.
1: It kind of works both ways though.
2: Yes, do what it you gotta do. Keep living your life. He will catch up. Don't and stop I mean, it.
1: The same thing for dudes. Like 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 there was a lot of dudes. There was a, don't make that face. There was a lot of dudes <laughs> that threw their life away chasing after some, some chick. A lot of dudes. And that's where the old, you know, like cliche comes in where you, you lose money chasing women. You never lose women chasing money
2: those dudes probably never really had nobody paid them any attention that's probably why they was chasing listen, that person I don't person. know I, I, don't, I just feel I don't know that's just that's kn- my wood, I that's another attention. glow theory when a man is chasing a woman down like that it's because she paid him some type of attention and he liked the attention that she paid him so he just gonna do whatever it is to just kind of keep that going it, it starts it start to boil down to control well,
1: I'm, well I mean listen there's, there's, there's a lot of there's a lot of women that's stone cold hustlers and stone cold players and a, a mm-hmm. lot of women that Know how to get in these niggas' trick bag and <laughs> manipulate there's A lot of women that are skilled at this. A lot of women, like and and we all
2: skilled at it. I'm
1: sure you have a food bag.
2: Uh, you know <laughs> I don't have a food bag. <laughs> Some
1: nigga that like, whatever you bay. hungry or whatever. No, I don't
2: like. I don't. I don't have you a food bag. In my in my uh, younger days. And Baltimore, that's another reason why I had to leave up out of there because I was cutting the fuck up out there in Maryland. There were things that I was doing that, you know, I could fucking say because I don't give a fuck now. But like, I think I was in a car with somebody and I called, I called quiet. I'm like, yo, it's crack hard. He was like, yeah. I was like, yo, I think this nigga got crack in the fucking car. I need to get out. I just jumped out the fucking car. I jumped out the car and started walking. The nigga was like, where you go?' I'm like, my nigga, you sell crack. You selling crack. I'm in the front seat and you selling crack. What the fuck is going on here? Like, So, seriously?
1: like, you're not a little Kim? You're not gonna like the, no.
2: the police will come i will jump out and scream he kidnapped me get the fuck out of wow. here i was kidnapped <laughs> <laughs> i was kidnapped <laughs> that shit no. really fucked my head up no. that's the decisions that I made in my 20s, you don't know how much I pay for them today.
1: Well, I mean, not not I mean, obviously you was able to get out of that.
2: Well, da- da- god damn it, I'd have called the cops on him my damn self, but she
1: I was, is crack hard. Is this
2: crack in the car? Oh god, I think I should probably get out. Don't you yeah. think I should get out this yeah,
1: car? Yeah. It's yeah. crack
2: in here. <laughs> it's good
1: that it's good that y'all ain't come across the wrong person. Yeah. In, in, in those I trials. was kidnapped.
2: <laughs> that was my exactly. thing. But I don't know. I just know, like, just for me personally, like, if I had to give a message to any woman out here, do what you got to do for you. And that's what I tell myself. Do what you got to do for you because still, I still can get wrapped up into anyone. Yeah. I, I mean, it can happen. Yeah, can it though? At this point, I have so much going on that I can only really stretch myself up so far
1: See I I I think that like and 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 again like we're not old by damn mm-hmm. sight no. but I mean I think that now it's to the point where like like I started this shit at such an early age I know all the tricks Mhm So like baby you can't <laughs> <coughs> Baby, no, that I, that? You I can't feel fool what me you're saying with with, with that part. You can't trick like, me with you can't
2: pull one over get on me. Get the bullshit
1: me. out the way.
2: I get that part, but I'm saying I can still wrap get wrapped up into someone you know that I like because I'm I'm trying to show vulnerability. So I'm, mm-hmm. I'm I'm letting you know that this is me. I'm trying to like break down this. Black strong woman wall that I had built up where it's like nah nigga you know what I mean I can try to break it down just a little bit but you know I fall victim to the bullshit just like anybody else does. I
1: mean that's a tough wall though. Like I mean I'm and I mean not that you shouldn't have that wall that 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 wall is there for a reason. It, you know what I'm saying is. like you know like yeah. black women aren't protected. In, in, I, oh
2: I said that in my um, in this society. film that she yeah. um that she shot. Shout out to Danielle too. She has a a documentary that she's uh that she did, one is with women, Uh, I'm in that documentary, then she did another one with men, and it's called, you know, It's Not You, It's Them. And Mm -hmm. one of the questions that she asked me, was like, you know, how do I feel about the black man? And I was just like, you know... I just don't feel protected around them. I feel like if a nigga is... Be, if, if a dude is beating my ass out in the fucking street and a black man is walking by, he ain't gonna stop that shit. He gonna mind his fucking business and keep going because he don't know and he don't want to put himself in no type of environment. But if he know me, he'll stop it. But if he don't know me and he's yeah. a stranger... He ain't going to stop that. Everybody was like, oh, that's not true. I said, if you saw me and you saw me, Mitch, if you saw me getting hurt by somebody, you would step in for me. But how many times will you jump to rescue another woman out in the street that you don't fucking know? It's happened. Man, listen, you might be a rarity because that is very rare. Like, I just don't feel like black men protect black women like they're supposed to.
1: Now, is this something that you've seen in real life or is it something that you've seen on social media?
2: Real life.
1: So, you've seen a situation where a black woman was getting beat up by a dude or by whatever. And fucking Tyrell and Jerome and Marcus was just...
2: I ride the New York City train. Are you okay, fucking but, but kidding see, me? See, not,
1: not, not see, Like,
2: right. I see shit happen not, every time see, on the a, train and people a, that's don't that's even move.
1: That's a different... How? The, because the...
2: <laughs> How? Because... The
1: New York City subway
2: <laughs>
1: is a different planet.
2: that makes it different it's a
1: different planet
2: yo niggas are world star you they don't give a damn it's a a
1: different planet on the subway you know it is simone okay you know the subway is different than like earth
2: earth listen if people are getting hurt there's there's listen people if a woman is a black woman is getting hurt i don't know too many black men that will kind of step up and say okay I'ma just break this up unless they know her or she's familiar or something like that. I don't really see too many black men running up to rescue us. So,
1: so there's a there's a story I heard. I don't know if it's a true story. Mm-hmm. Um, by by a friend that I that I know, and he he one of them lying ass niggas. You know what oh. I'm talking about? You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> yeah. One of them niggas. That, you feel me? Like, yo, nigga, I had like 19 chicks, and they, you know what I'm saying? One of them okay. lying ass niggas. So he 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 tells the story one time. Where um, he sees this this chick and she's arguing with this dude mm-hmm. and you know the dude starts to put hands on her. Mm-hmm. And he's like, yo, chill out, leave her alone, this, that, and the third. And the chick gets in his face like, nigga, mind your business. Da, 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 da. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying?
2: Right.
1: So if that happens, what's a nigga to do?
2: Well, obviously she's okay. But if she's oh, screaming oh, for help, is she okay? <laughs> if she's screaming for she's health, okay, if she's screaming for help, I don't know how obvious different. that is. Obviously, she said, "Mind your business," because yeah, she, ain't wanted, <laughs> she ain't wanted to get worse. She wanted to get worse. She already knew, like, if you beat him up, it's over for me. So just leave this crazy nigga right here. But I'm not saying like a domestic situation. Word. I'm just saying like a stranger a hits gentleman. me, yep. and you know what I mean. Yep. I don't know too many people that's I don't know too many people that's going to help me. Let alone black men.
1: Could that also be how we're raised in this part of the world? Also, though, to mind your business—that's w- how we're conditioned.
2: Listen, people are minding their business at the wrong time. People are minding business, and then, like, there's things that you should probably, like, actually be concerned about. The things that you're concerned about, you mind your business too. The things you are concerning yourself with, you should fucking mind your business. People care more about Cardi and Offset's divorce (laughs) than the fact that... They were married? Yeah, in the house. (laughs) They got married, like, in the living room. Oh. Yeah, they're really married. I thought
1: they just had, like, a kid together. And no, they was
2: she's actually married to him. Okay. But people care more about that than, you know what I mean? Like... What happened to Sandra Bland? Like, you know what I mean? Like, that w- that's a perfect example. She's getting her ass beat on the side of the fucking road by the police, and no, like, only one person stopped to like record it. And that's like a really fucking fucked up recording. There were black people inside the cell. Like, there were black COs that was there. Why was her cell like in the corner somewhere? Like, why the fuck is there no more camera? Like, you know what I mean? Like, people minding the wrong business. That's how mm-hmm. I feel sometimes. So, as a black woman, I don't feel protected all the time by black men. I just be feeling like, you know. Is
1: it just black should- men or like men in general?
2: Black men supposed to protect black women. We protect okay. y'all. We still rooting for y'all. I'm still rooting for black men.
1: We or you?
2: No, we still rooting for y'all. Okay. We we'll... need y'all motherfuckers to win. Okay. Hurry up and win. <laughs> like hurry up and win. Like we need y'all to win. <laughs>
1: Fuck up, I'm dead bro.
2: ass serious. You got <laughs> all these. You got all of these. You know. Uh, you know. Th- we're moving... Progressively, we're moving towards a genderless, colorless world. That's the that's the, that's the the like, goal. I
1: don't like colorless.
2: I know. Yeah. But I'm saying because, you know, really, mm-hmm. there uh-huh. is no race. But you got all these biracial people like, you know, my boo Jesse. I love him. Then you got Kaepernick. You know what I mean? You have all of these, you know, people that's making this stance around this world. But, like, I just really just wish that, you know, at the end of the day... Black women are really all black men really have. We all you got. We all you have. And I just don't feel like black men champion black women the way we champion black men like that. And I, you you can say for your own I personal self that, yeah, you may do it. But how many of your other black male friends are rooting for us or respecting us or are trying to build a family with us or trying to a do lot. the right thing? How, who are they? Write their name down right they name them you
1: know a few of them man you know a few of them
2: they lying
1: what do you mean they lying <laughs>
2: they lying shout
1: out my man Sal in North Carolina
2: oh my gosh Sal's a gem okay <laughs> he's, he's on- one person. Sal was different when I <laughs> met him, though. He was different from the beginning. you met him, at, no. When, he, I'm saying he, he was, was different. 20. He was. His mindset was already different. You could tell he was gonna do that. You could tell from that. That. <laughs> Yo. You he, could tell from that point he was gonna end up to where he is right now. It made sense.
1: I know. I know a couple niggas that's good dudes uh-huh. trying to build their family.
2: Okay, so how many of those good dudes are telling these other fuck niggas to go ahead and do the right thing? That
1: I'm not sure. Because okay, so we got to pass I, I, I'm, the I'm knowledge sure. down. Which I will agree with you there.
2: Like, pass the word down.
1: And that bothers me because it's always about... So, like, you talked about, um, like, Jesse Williams. You talk about, like, Colin Kaepernick. Mm-hmm. Right? And, um, you know... Charles Barkley, years ago, had, had that Nike ad where he was like, I ain't, I ain't a role model. I ain't here to raise the kids and right. all that. And people got upset about that. And I'm, even to this day, we get upset that certain athletes don't have the beliefs that we want them to have or don't behave the way that we want them to behave. And I think that's bullshit. This is a stranger. And honestly, most of, most of the pro athletes is clown-ass niggas mm. that's just athletic. Right. That's just good at their job. Right. Like, they're just like, doing their job. They're not. They're not good people. People that right. like you would want to hang they around. Get their check they're and just leave highly paid, at the end paid employees. Of the day. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So like, I'm not mad that Cam Newton is can't you know formulate the same type of thoughts and ideas of a Colin Kaepernick. Cam's I don't want to hold those
2: people responsible. I just want to hold I, our people as a whole responsible.
1: I think that if you're an older black man or a man of my age, and you see a young dude. Doing some shit that you don't think the young dude should do, you should correct that, but in a respectful way. Yeah, don't be like, yo, little nigga, y'all little niggas is tripping. Like, don't be fucking Ving rhames and Baby Boy. <laughs> you feel what I'm saying? Don't, 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 don't do that, because you'll fuck around and get your ass beat by one of these young niggas. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> don't but do like, that. But, like, you know how dudes, how, how like the young niggas be sagging their pants all crazy, or like, you know what I'm saying? But we got to
2: lead by example, um, Like a
1: young dude would come into the barber shop, and it'd be like, you know, like like a woman in there with her son and a young dude cursing and all that. And, and just, If you respectfully say, yo, l- little man, can you chill out with that, please? Right. And they'll do
2: it. But see, it, it, it's so, it's like, you're one of one. I'm not, though. You're one of one. And then they're like, there's another one, but it's like, not quite. Like, it's just not enough. You know what I mean? It's not enough. To make it a thing, you know what I mean? It's just not a thing. Like everybody want to be, you know, something that they're not. I just feel like it's just not happening like that. That's just how I feel. Like I don't walk around here and champion myself as mom of the millennium, but I am though to my kid. To
1: Levi, yeah. To my
2: sure. kid, I'm mom of the millennium. But I don't associate with women that don't take care of their kids like that either. I don't have no real homegirls with kids like that because I don't. I don't. we view life very differently. And I don't surround myself around people like that. There's dudes out here that are good dudes but still have fucked up friends that they still interact with and they just be like, that's my man from the first grade, blah, blah, blah. You know he's shitty. You know he's shitty or he may have a kid that he don't take care of and you... You would just keep hanging around this person and just try to say, well, that doesn't have anything to do with our friendship. That's something that happened between him and that person. Yeah, but
1: that's kind of
2: janky. It's janky, but it's a reality. And there's a lot of dudes out here. How can you be this model man with this family and Mm -hmm. this house and this and, you know, Christmas lights Mm -hmm. and fucking Mm -hmm. Carolyn and all that? sweater shit and pictures with the kids and then you got this raggedy ass fucking friend that's not taking care of his fucking kids Word. and you don't think that there's a fucking problem or a yeah. disconnect between that you you know what i mean like yeah. and you just don't really see where how you can just pull your friends to the side and be like you know what bro you really got to do better
1: or just dead the relationship
2: True, try to ask I'm, the person to do better. I mean, like, I've had just friends just, that... But I've what do to. you even have in common with this person anymore? And that's what I'm saying. Like, it's just, I don't feel protected. I don't feel respected. I don't feel a lot of different things when it comes to black men and, you know, black women. It's just a lot of disrespect going on both lines, you know what I mean? But at the end of the day, we still got your back, but do y'all have our back? How many, you know, black men are promoting the Me Too movement? I mean... Yeah. <laughs> how many men are promoting the well, feminist? How many black men are at the, you know, because there's a difference between a black feminist and a, and a feminist. And
1: a, I, I'm so glad you. There's a, there's a so difference between a black that.
2: feminist and a I'm feminist. So glad you, you know what I mean? How that, many, yes. Cause... How many black men are championing, you know, women, t- black women to go ahead and be like, you know, speak on it. You know what I mean? Say, say whatever it is that's, you know, fucking bothering you.
1: Well, I, I think that a lot of women. Mm, and and see, I'm already starting. Would like to generalize it, and I hate to generalize. I think that there are some women mm-hmm. that, when they speak about something that happened to them individually, mm-hmm. they make the micro a macro, where as opposed to talking about their own personal experience, they say, "Y'all niggas did this to me," versus "That nigga did this to me." So, I when you're saying, what you're saying y'all niggas the, the did it, the language, then you're saying the that language you want can be a lot cleaner
2: niggas. when women are expressing and talking about their experiences that has happened to them. They categorize men as a whole, it turns men off from being a part of it. It's a sensitive thing because men don't like to be labeled certain things. Those trigger words rapist, misogynistic, you know what I mean? Attacker, assault like those words sound like knives. No man wants to be called that it, even, it, the even the
1: accusation <clears throat> no is even the
2: accusation is wrong back from it. it's nothing you know what i mean so they don't want to be called that but you are what you are you are if, uh, if, no. if you if the person who did something to this person i don't
1: agree with that if
2: the one the if the if the woman is explaining her experience and she categor i don't i've never heard of a woman saying y'all i've never heard of that part i've heard of this you know i'm saying y'all niggas Y'all bitches. Yes. Men do the same thing. Men do thing.
1: that too, which is, which is why I stopped myself. But I'm talking doing. about
2: with the feminist movement. Like, I've never heard of a woman expressing her experience like that. You're talking about in general when a woman is feeling away. She categorizes We all oh, y'all niggas. Is, but, I mean, it's a generalization.
1: Think about it like this. Kobe Bryant. Mm -hmm. Mm -mm. (laughs) Whoa, whoa, whoa. Listen, 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 listen. And and, 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 and I'm not a fan of Kobe Bryant, the person. I think he's great at his job. Right, okay. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Kobe Bryant, the the, the person, I have some issues with what I know about Kobe Bryant, the person. I don't know this nigga personally. Right. You know what I'm saying? But but what What has been told? What has been told? Stories that have been told about Kobe Bryant. I'm just going to talk about. The rape allegation that he had, right, right. Kobe had a rape. He was accused of rape.
2: Mm, definitely was.
1: He went to court. Okay. Based off of the facts that were presented, mm-hmm. the charges were dismissed. Not he was acquitted. The charges were dismissed. Meaning, Correct. meaning that the judge said, "Yo, listen, we really don't have a case here, sir. You're free to go." Mm-hmm. Right. To this day, people call Kobe Bryant a rapist. To this day, they call him a rapist. If you're accused of as a black man, if you're accused of something. It's there, there. There is no trial of it. Bill Cosby's in prison. They're dropping Harvey Weinstein's charges.
2: You know.
1: You know what I'm saying? That's the
2: judicial system.
1: So that's different. So when, so when you talk about, you know, black women champion, champion, you know, being being champions for black men. Very, very true. Yes. Yeah. Black women are that because
2: we was here so, for Bill more so
1: publicly. We some, was, we was, we, no, we was
2: like I uh-uh, Bill Cosby, that was, I grew up on Bill, but when Beverly Johnson came out, we was like, hold on, we gotta think about this. But,
1: but what you see on, on the other side with our light skinned counterparts, right? White women, because listen, and I hope I don't offend nobody, but white dudes is shitty to their women. <laughs>
2: I don't, I don't. date white Why, men, so well, I don't know. <laughs> white dudes
1: are shitty to date women. I
2: don't date white. You men. feel what I'm
1: saying? I, just I mean, like I know that. some black women that are down with Team Swirl or whatever, and and you know they get them a little white boyfriend or, or whatever, and then they right. telling me like, oh, he tried to call me a nigger during sex, bitch. What the fuck you thought was gonna happen?
2: You know what? <laughs> I've always said this. I cannot date anyone that isn't culturally black, and I say that because it's the truth. You have to be culturally black. I don't. I don't. I'm not saying that.
1: Are white guys ever culturally no, black and real No, I want
2: a black guy that's culturally black. Probably. I'm just saying that. Like, okay, so like... No, not I like have a... to be with someone who's culturally black. Okay. I'm not saying like, oh, you so can be a like Justin a Timberlake Negro or whatever. World. No, you need to be culturally black. You have to be spiritually woke. You need to be woke in, I mean, in the sense of knowing what the fuck is going on in this world and be present, not on some, oh, you know what I mean? Oh, black... All people, lives all, matter. All lives matter. Like, we're not going to do that shit here. I just don't feel comfortable talking to any man outside of my race because I feel like we have nothing to talk about at all. We have nothing to. I, what are we gonna do?
1: So that's, <laughs> what, yeah, listen, are, that's what are we gonna do? What are we gonna talk about? That's a very like that's a very hard stance, though. Like,
2: I don't know what to talk about with you.
1: Wow, that's I, that's I, a very I, hard I stance. I've gone
2: on three dates with three white guys, and I felt awkward. And I'm like, am I not? Diverse enough for them. I always felt like I'm good at these things, but I- I'm falling flat here. <laughs> I'm falling flat. I mean,
1: that's also a very small sample size like three dudes.
2: Yeah, it was three. It was the like, no, That was, all that was enough. That I was talked to three different white American men from three totally different backgrounds, you know, downtown Flatiron District, suit and tie. Hey, let's make, you know, hey, let's get dinner. One of those guys. And I was like, and he was inappropriate too. He was like, you know, I just wanna let you know that I'm not looking for a relationship. And I never laughed so fucking hard at a table. I was like, do I look like I want to talk to you like in a serious committed relationship? Like I just, I, he, whatever. That's neither here nor there. I just don't want to talk to any white man. I don't <laughs> have anything in common with any them. that. Any white man. That shit ain't got that. That's not my thing. I you know I got a black daughter. I, I what. A, with a black man, I want to have more black children. I, I'm
1: not fucking with that Now, shit. is it a black American thing? Because there are like black people from other parts of the world that come to the United States a l- lots of times. Their their thinking and their views are very anti-Black American. It is. You know what I mean? It is. So, like, are you giving the West African brothers love? are no. you giving the, the Caribbean brothers love? No. Or like, nigga, you gotta be from the Bronx.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Why the Bronx? <laughs>
1: Not the Bronx. I'm just saying, like
2: you gotta be from. Not, I don't even go to the Bronx. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even, I, there's no reason for me to be there either. I have no business in the Bronx. Um, you like I said, culturally black. I list would, I would prefer to date an American, a Black American man. That that's what I prefer to date. That's what I have dated. Um, you know, when you meet other. African Americans from different cultures, uh, rather they be from West Africa somewhere or even in the Caribbean, it's different. And it I, I feel like I'm being judged. It
1: is, yeah.
2: I feel like I'm being judged based yeah. on how we, because there's like we, we have no culture in my home. Like, where are you from? Where my family is from? Where we're supposedly from, we're like Native Americans and Cuban. We don't have that culture in our home, so we don't have any things that we do. I don't know anything about a dowry. I don't know anything about putting no money up or my father giving your father some money or your father giving my mother some money or me bringing two representatives from my house to say that we should get married. Like, I don't know nothing about that. You know, we do different things different. That's your boyfriend? He got oh, y'all moving in. Oh, okay, that's my what y'all work. doing. Uh, all right, then. Well, let me know if you need anything because I get my check on the first. Like that's just how I grew up. So I just would like to date people that I can relate to, but like I said, culturally black.
1: So earlier you you kind of talked about how like you you as a as a younger Simone.
2: Yes, young Simone. She's still in my pocket. Though. Had
1: this, <laughs> she got
2: keep her close though? I had to keep her close because that was my girl. She, she had was this wild.
1: Vision had this vision or like had this thought where like she was looking for somebody to rescue her or like save right. her. Correct. Right? Um, Is a more seasoned Simone, are you open to kind of putting a young man up on the game so that he like, like let's say you meet a dude that he got some potential, he got some qualities, so to the, the, you know, like the type of qualities that you're looking for. hmm Are you open to watering your plan a little bit? Or is it like, nah, nigga, you got to come ready made?
2: Um... That's a hard one because, see, potential is always masked underneath other things. It may look like potential, but... it's pretty cynical. You know, but... No, but I'm not saying, like, it can seem like he had potential, but that's not what it is because, see, when you're first getting to know someone, it's all conversation until it's time to prove what it is that you said. So if I meet a guy, he's like, you know, I want to go back to school, um, you know, this, that, and the third. Yeah, have all these things that he wants to do, and the conversation seems good, and it seems promising, he's like, oh, I applied for this school today, and, you know, I got a job interview tomorrow, and, you know, I'm looking for a place and everything else. Three months, or four months, or five months down the line, six months down the line, if any of those things you said didn't foster, or things, setbacks, and all types of stuff, and... I'm going to start to look at you funny. So, that's a little weary for me.
1: If there's a setback, you're going to look at them funny? Uh, setbacks
2: turn into more setbacks, turn into more setbacks. I've been caught out there like that. So, I'm a little weary of a guy whose feet isn't kind of on the ground.
1: But, but I mean, <laughs> at, the, at the same time, if the mountain is smooth, you can't climb it.
2: Listen, I don't talk to nobody that's not employed.
1: Well, okay. So. Uh, f- fair
2: okay Fair. you have to be employed uh,
1: okay i'm 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 talking a little bit uh, yes okay absolute. okay he could
2: be employed
1: absolutely yes okay then i yeah, mean because, what yeah. kind of
2: potential are we talking well, I'm,
1: about I'm, I'm, oh. well because well, 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 i mean like you're from what it sounds like you're and not just you but most women are looking for this <laughs> handsome nigga with a full hairline that's six foot four <laughs> you sound like my friend eight pack abs, he said the same thing. Like, Why would you Drives a BMW. You know. Cooks like Jesus. Oh, okay. Got a fucking 10-inch penis that's girthy. Wow. And he goes to church every Sunday.
2: Oh, my God. Women are looking. I women would think want- that he was a fucking alien, and I'll be looking for all the things wrong with him every day. I'll be on the phone every day, and in so, my chat, losing my shit. So. Like, he's too perfect, So, basically,
1: <laughs> what, what you're saying is that if you get everything that you're asking for, mm-hmm. if it falls in your lap. Mm-hmm you're not gonna believe it
2: I never asked for anything like that I don't have a I don't have an ideal guy but I mean
1: like hypothetically speaking
2: I would just I all I asked and this is the bare minimum and this is what I've reduced well this is what I've came up with because I really didn't know what I wanted I never honestly did I would meet someone and I would see where it go that's really how my dating process was like We'll see where this go. Okay, I don't like this no more. It's over. That's really been my hmm. process from, from a very young age. Like, I don't like this anymore. It's not fun. This is getting really bad. But all I can ask for at this point is that you be employed. <laughs> that you be employed, that you be honest, and that you be secure within yourself.
1: You know that honesty is not synonymous with truth, right?
2: I do know that. Okay. That you be honest with yourself.
1: Okay.
2: That you could be, be honest with yourself, then hopefully you can be honest with me. Okay. You know what I mean? And then hopefully we can work on the trust because I, I don't really trust anybody.
1: I, I, it sounds like you don't.
2: I don't. It I sounds I, like I you don't. always have my eye on I have one eye. I be like, yeah, eh. you
1: very kind and of skeptical. And if you give
2: me any any idea
1: like a flash of a
2: I could get one red flag and everything out your mouth is hmm everything. Damn because you are it's like that tr-
1: one little thread you pull and unravels the you, whole sweater it do
2: and that's how it be that's how a lie is after you tell the first lies gonna you to tell tell another. You gotta tell another one and then another the one, one. So you gotta keep going yeah. so now my anxiety is on a zillion because I'm like I don't trust anything now everything you say I'm double checking everything you said making sure everything adds up and Damn. who wants to live like that who
1: wants to live like not
2: that not me so I just be like eh, I don't know
1: that I, sounds very lonely Simone
2: it's not lonely I'm not I not it works for me. Okay. It does. It does. It really does work for me. Like I just, I just don't. I'm just not the type of girl you should lie to. Word. And I'm just not the person that you should kind up. Like, please don't play with me. Like stop fucking playing with me. Like that's the first thing <laughs> I say. I'm, I'm, stop fucking like the playing with me, okay? Like
1: the theme. Don't have me looking crazy. In these yeah, streets.
2: no, really. Don't fucking have me out here looking definitely... fucking stupid. Like Sorry. that's that's my model. Don't have me out here fucking looking stupid in the street. I'm out here, you know, in love, and you over here doing something else. And I'm like, well, goddamn. Well, when was you gonna fucking tell me that this wasn't the fucking plan? And you know, older Simone is just looking for somebody who's authentic. You know, a lot of men I've come across. um I don't know. It's just... It's very insecure. Very insecure. Niggas are insecure. Very, very insecure. Men,
1: men are very... Very. Very insecure about a lot of shit. Men are.
2: Yeah. So, you know, when you come across... And it's like you shouldn't be insecure at this age, but you still are. And people are still trying to prove self, stuff to themselves and stuff to people around them. And it's just a lot going on. So, for me, I just want a guy who is simple. <laughs> very simple. Hardworking, honest. See those (laughs) to to secure.
1: My (laughs) my advice to you, and not that you should take my advice because my relationships don't work. (laughs) I I always people ask me for relationship advice, and I tell them, listen, my relationships don't work. I'm not good at this relationship shit, right? Mm -hmm. However, um, I think that you should fine tune those requests. Say you want a guy that's hard working. Mm. Say you want a guy that's authentic. Right. Say you want a guy that's honest. Those are very broad general statements. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Get a little bit more detailed in that.
2: But I don't want to have too many details because who you are is who you are. Like, you really can't just have, like, I don't really believe in in that, though.
1: You don't think that people can change?
2: No, I don't believe in having these type of ideas of a person that you want, you know, in your life like that. Like, I don't believe that.
1: You don't believe in, like, the law of attraction and shit like that?
2: I believe if I meet someone that who they are is who they are. I would like you for who you are, I, but are you, I just only requested you be employed. Like those are things that are <laughs> controllable. Like you don't understand. Like that matters to me is that you're you're employed.
1: You can pay some bills. That
2: you're employed and that you are able to, you know, be honest. You know what I mean? And and we can, like I said, we can work on the trust and that you have some type of communication skills. Those are all key. Everything else about you, I'm going to have to learn about you because everybody is different and everybody you have to actually spend time with the person to know if we're going to work effectively together because you individually, you're one person. But how do you and I mesh? Because I'm a bit
1: much.
2: No. I'm a bit much. (laughs) No. I'm sporadic. I overreact about certain things, but I'm working on myself and I really have tuned it down Moving forward.
1: So, in your view, opinion, what have you, do you think that a woman should know what she wants from herself before she goes into some type of relationship? Yes. Absolutely.
2: You have to know who you are because I'm able to express, this is me and this is what I don't like and this is what I will accept, but I don't like this right here. So, if you can't stop this, then we can't do this. Mm -hmm. So, that's basically how I work. I work based on me. I can't work based on what it is that I want from you because... I can want these things, you can show me these things, but then that might not be really what it is because people change and Relationships go through seasons of of all kinds of shit. Like it's not as simple. Yeah, it's not as simple as we want to make it. Like, oh, I want a guy like what you said, this this list, this guy with this BMWs, this big dick, this six-pack, he makes breakfast, he goes to church, he kisses his mother, blah, blah, blah. Like that's not realistic to me. That's very unrealistic to me. And I've never had that type of list or desire. I've never really even had a type. I always just mess with people like I build a relationship with people oh I was every person that I ever dated I already kind of knew them already I've never met a stranger off the street and started this long life relationship with I already had a rapport with them so it was easy for us to get to the next level Mm -hmm. so I I felt safe that way because I kind of already know you if I don't know you then I don't know what the fuck I'm getting into Mm -hmm. I gotta have an idea who you are who your friends are what you do, how you what's your day to day, you know what I mean? I so have that
1: to, so that you could do your own little private investigation. So
2: I can figure out who you are. <laughs> your own I, little you private have to figure out people who people are, not what you want them to be. I think that people show you that though. Yes, they do, but if you if I say I want you working and honest and all these things, like that that's what I want, but I need to see who you are at the same time. Like that's not realistic.
1: So you're f- f- flexible in terms of the personality traits, but there are certain hard-line non-negotiables you have to have, one of which is being em- employed, employed another
2: being you honest.
1: Employed. You have to have a and, job.
2: And, and no- <laughs> You keep laughing. Yo, you don't fucking understand don't how understand. many homeless niggas I've taken care of in my I, life. Yeah,
1: I don't understand.
2: Yo, how you don't work?
1: I, 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 how
2: you keep getting fired from your job? Like, like this is crazy. So when you have that mentality, when you've been with people who have been unemployed, like y'all go to dinner and they can't buy the dinner or you can't really go nowhere because you're like, I'm not spending my check again. Go take us out so we can have a good time. You start to pull back and you be like, no, the, nigga, the next nigga got to be employed. Like he got to be on his job for at least a year or two before we can do anything. It's important. That's the only thing I'm worrying about. Personality traits. I got enough personality for both of us. You can just be quiet if you like. Damn. <laughs> you can be quiet. I don't care. You can talk if you want to. So,
1: so as a young woman, mm-hmm. are you open to open relationships, or like, like you know, like open marriages and shit like that?
2: I'm not open. I'm not open to open marriage, but I don't want this to bite me in my ass right now either. You're single until you're married, regardless. Word. And that's all I'm going to say about that. Word. What you choose to do while you're dealing with one person, as long as you're respectful and you can communicate it to the other person, then you go ahead and do it. If you can't communicate to it, to the other person and feel comfortable about what it is that you're saying, then you shouldn't do it. An open relationship is not for everyone. And mm-hmm. people often say they want it. But when it happens, it's it really. overwhelming for them. Absolutely. So you have to be that way. The re- To be in a relationship is to kind of set the standards for the marriage that you want to have. So, okay. if you're in a relationship and this person and you have been in this relationship, but he can't stop fucking other bitches, it's not going to stop when you get married because yeah. this is something that's in him. He can't help it. That's so, this is what he's showing you in the relationship. But if you were in a relationship with somebody and you have no desire to be with another woman but this woman right here, and she has no desire to be with no other man but you, then you know this is the ground, this is the foundation for our marriage that we're going to be in. I know that this person got me because when we when she had no ring and she really had no title, she was there for me. That's how you set that standard for there. Open relationships require communication. If you can't say to this person, I met somebody today, how do you go to somebody that you're having sex with that you having that you have feelings for and say, I met somebody today at the bookstore and she's really pretty and you know, I asked her, you know, if she wanted to go out, but I I wanna make sure you're okay with that first before I go out a man is not going to feel totally comfortable saying that to another. He's going to be too scared to say that. So you'd rather just sneak around and and fuck the girl from the bookstore and just deal with the consequences later. That's really how men be thinking. Like men really be on some, like like they treat their girlfriends like their parents all the time. Like I'm going to just do this bad shit, get yelled at later, but in the moment this shit going to be so much fucking fun and then I'll deal with the consequences later. Like I, I, just I just I just want to have fun right now. I just don't want to have to deal with all the talking and That's feelings. Interesting theory. I just want to just get have this fun right now and deal with the consequences later. She's going to be mad. She's going to be mad for a minute, but she's going to forgive me. And we're going to move forward. Mm-hmm. So you think. So you think. Cuz that shit is still sitting there. Word up. On the table and it's going to keep festering. So I personally would not like to be in an open relationship. But It just depends on what works for me and the person that I'm with. Gotcha. If this person is able to express that in a way that makes me go, you know what? I trust you. I really do trust you. You trust me? Okay. We can do this. So I can talk to John. You can talk to Jane. And then we meet up and we still have us. And we're still in a relationship. So are the other people in an open relationship with us? Oh, those are just like casualties. Okay, cool. Bam. This could work but it ain't been presented like that and niggas is too fucking sloppy and the shit'll get bad and somebody mm-hmm. fuck around and get pregnant so it's just a no for me personally because gotcha. niggas can't control themselves with one person let alone multiple people and you have to basically stretch yourself thin I, I, when you I, do it that way
1: I think that that's the draw that a lot of dudes don't realize, like yo, my man, you could barely handle this one woman. Right, idea. you are gonna add
2: another bitch to the claim? Come on, my
1: man, you don't want to do that. that they ain't just work just out keep
2: adding people on. That ain't
1: gonna work out.
2: Just keep adding them on. Just let yourself drown. Yeah. Just watch them drown. Yeah. That's basically what they're gonna do. So, uh, open relationship is a very mature <laughs> thing. That's for the mature people. That's that's something different. I've heard about a woman that was married to her husband. She was unhappy and she decided that, you know, she was going to go on dates. She told her husband, like, listen, I've been unhappy for years. I haven't been able to have an orgasm with you. I'm going to go ahead and start going on dates. And her husband was like, I'm happy. Because when you're happy, your your partner can be happy. And if being in an open relationship makes you happy, then you have to do what makes you and your partner happy. But if you're doing something sneaky that's not making another partner happy, then you're not going to be happy either, and our relationship is going to be miserable work. because you're adding mayhem where it doesn't need to be. Work. So for me, I'd, I'm i going to say no to the open relationship because I haven't met anybody that's been able to put it to be delicately so I can be like, you know what, that works for me because it don't work. It don't. And the females that they talk to be too sloppy too. It just be just too fucking much. And I'll be out here fighting. I got to pull little Simone out my bag. And we just got to get crazy all over again. And I just don't want that. Not right now. Not for the 2019 moving forward.
1: So like, do you believe in, you know, monogamy? Is monogamy something that you believe in?
2: I believe in monogamy, but I don't believe in toxic monogamy. Okay. There are certain things that are toxic monogamy Can you give some
1: examples on what toxic monogamy is to you?
2: Like, toxic monogamy is, like, an example of that is, like, marriage is supposed to be, they say marriage is supposed to be something that's for, like, the woman, but it only benefits the man. You understand what I'm saying? No, like, I don't. That, <laughs> that's what they say. Like, <laughs> only the man gets beneficial from the marriage Sometimes not the woman. Toxic monogamy is this basically... Toxic monogamy is that. Yeah, like putting all these rules on what your relationship should be like. what what the woman should do. Or what the woman should do. What the man should do. Like these rules that you put on it. Monogamy is you and this one person and how you decide to do your relationship with you guys. And this is how you want to do it. People think polyamorous is fucking all multiple people. It's really not. Mm -mm. Monogamy is just you and this one relationship. And... What you choose to do in that relationship. Mm -hmm. People think that it's, oh, just me and one. It's what you make of it with Mm -hmm. this one person. And polyamorous is the relationship you have outside of this core relationship that you're in. So I don't believe in toxic monogamy with rules and labels and all that shit like that. But I believe that I can be monogamous in a relationship even though there were times where I wasn't. Mm -hmm. And I struggled with monogamy. Because I was unhappy and I was seeking for happiness outside of my very young, serious relationships that I was in.
1: So is cheating like a non negotiable for like your relationship or like can you bring a nigga back if he atones for his sins, I guess? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs>
2: I'd be atoned
1: for a second well, 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 I mean, because, like, to me, Simone, cheating is anything that you can't tell your partner about.
2: It definitely is. You
1: know what I'm saying? So, like, you, so, so like, just like you said, oh, I met Jane at the bookstore, blah, right. blah, 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 Like, if that's you can't tell your. It is if you can't tell your woman. No, about but I'm it. saying,
2: if you told me that, that's not Correct. cheating. But if, but you, if didn't you didn't tell me. But if you didn't
1: tell me, and, yeah. and you know what I'm saying, I find out. Fucking three weeks later, that it's some bitch Jane phone number you got like like like, like yo nigga. Now comes the questions because why'd you hide this from me? Right. You feel what I'm saying?
2: Um, I haven't been in a relationship in a very long time.
1: And, and like I mean like like I asked because you know what I'm saying you know you had talked about Cardi and um offset, um, offset. right and and you know people's like oh all said cheated on her and right. there's some chick I saw on the timeline Crying. saying that she yeah, was Yeah, It was weird.
2: It was, that was weird. And all this that was really weird. I didn't understand um, that part.
1: And and like, you know, the the, the the couple of the decade, the couple of the century, as so far.
2: The hood I, couple. Outside <laughs> the hood, hood of, couple goals. I,
1: mean, I mean, yo, outside of Barack Obama and his wife Michelle have been Hove and Beyonce.
2: Right. This is true.
1: And, you know. But
2: nobody can relate to Beyonce and Jay. That's a whole nother level. But then you have Cardi and Offset. It started to make a little bit more sense. It was a little bit more relatable because she's so her. <laughs> you know, she's so her and... He's so handsome.
1: I see. I it's I a think hood that, story. It's I all. think that see. I I think that people don't give Cardi enough credit. Like, yeah, she might talk like that.
2: No, she's extremely
1: smart. But Cardi ain't regular. She's-
2: very intelligent, <laughs> you know but I'm saying? saying she's the way she presents herself Word. is more relatable, and she talks like more people around this era, you know this era mm-hmm. that are young mm-hmm. women growing up in mm-hmm. the Bronx. But
1: but them bitches can't be Cardi, like no,
2: they're not, and it's me? okay because Cardi is Cardi,
1: and these niggas can't be Offset,
2: nah, they're not. It's okay though.
1: Offset's good at his job. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying.
2: I think with the cheating, I, I don't know at Cardi's age. When I got cheated on, and that's a shame, I'm older than Cardi B. It doesn't feel like I am, but I de- I definitely am like at least, like, t- am I nine or 10?
1: No, I think, well, what's Cardi, 24? How yeah, old is Cardi? We're,
2: yeah, we're like a, no, we're te- we're like 10 a years decade over this you woman, know
1: right? Uh, honestly, I. I think that that's too young to be in a relationship. Like, if you're 24, you don't need to be in a serious relationship. You definitely don't definitely need to be married. I didn't
2: think about it back then. I was really trying to just lock down somebody and just be in a young couple that would blossom. My goal when I was in my 20s to be a young, dope couple. I thought that was a goal. Like, you'd be a young, dope couple living on the Upper East Side. Like, just being so cool. Like, this is my best friend mm-hmm. who's also my boyfriend. And we're in love, blah, blah, blah. But that just didn't work out.
1: Could, like, the fairy tale have a lot to do with that?
2: Fairy tales are dead. <laughs>
1: no, okay. but I mean, but, but but no, I mean, like yo, like that's something that we do
2: yeah. to young girls. Yeah, do We did. There's a there was a fair. I was very. Um, I had a very delusional. I had a... and I have a very delusional outlook on what love was supposed to look like and what it was supposed to feel. I'm still figuring it out. If a person that I'm in a relationship with cheats on me, I would have at this age. I would definitely have to ha- like sit down and assess it because I obsess about certain things. So I would have to sit down. And ha- this person would have to be able to explain to me what the fuck that was about. You know what I mean? Because if when you're in a relationship, you don't you don't think that you're doing anything wrong if this person isn't saying anything about it. Mm-hmm. So if the person goes out and cheat, like that happened to me, like uh, the person cheated on me, and I was just like, no, you have to explain this to me. I, you, we need to call her. Like, I Mm. I want to talk to everybody. Mm. I want to talk to everybody that was, you know, I was Mm. losing it. I wasn't talking as calm. Mm. It was a fight.
1: I don't know if we could talk to her. It
2: was a fight. I bet, yeah. And when when she got on the phone, she was spicy. He put
1: her on the phone? She
2: was real spicy. I've never talked to another female on the phone in my life since that shit happened. What? He put her on the phone. I called her. She ain't had no choice but How'd to pick you get up. The number? I got a number from oh, out his phone. No, this is no, this no. is back when phones used to flip. <laughs> phones used to flip.
1: <laughs> there was no thumbprint. There,
2: no thumb there was no thumbprint. No it was no Facebook. There was none of that. It <laughs> was that. oh, this is her number. Flip that bitch over. Let's call her. and Let's see what's going on because somebody is lying here and I've invested too much in you for you to be fucking some other bitch out here and you think it's okay.
1: See, yeah, that's some young. That's something That was your some more. I was I like this did
2: some it. bullshit and I I lost it and you know she got on the phone and she was nasty. Yeah,
1: I she was. She bitch was, be calling my She phone. was nasty.
2: She was like, bitch, I've been fucking this nigga. I was like boot right in his eye. Right in his eye. You hit him? <laughs> right in his eye. So so all right. And I don't but, condone violence. And,
1: and, and I'm so glad you said that.
2: <laughs> I don't condone violence. Right?
1: Because and and you know we spoke off 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 mic about right. how you don't give a shit about sports, right? You know what I'm saying how like you had all these sports packages and you're, you even know. Right, it. I, don't, I
2: didn't even know what he was doing. But yet.
1: like I'm not watching football. You know my issues with the NFL. Right. Um, but there was a case with with a guy that played for the Chiefs, and, mm-hmm. and he, you know, they they're labeling it a domestic violence situation. It's not a domestic violence situation so much as it's just an assault situation. To me, domestic violence is people that that are familiar together. Right. You know what I'm saying. But he got into some type of like altercation with the young woman and the camera showed that he pushed her, he kicked her or whatever. You mean in the hallway? In the and hallway.
2: Was, Oh, I seen that. Right. Oh, God. Now,
1: now I mean, like, you know, story was she, she called him a nigger and right. all this other shit. He,
2: yeah, okay, we, I seen it.
1: We don't know what happened off camera. On right. camera, homie was out of line, mm-hmm. right? But if it's a woman, let's mm-hmm. say... Um, I don't know, fucking Candace Parker or some female athlete. That's right. usual. fuck Serena Williams. Let's okay. say Serena Williams is, is is showed beating up her her
2: husband husband's
1: ass. Right? Should Serena succumb the same backlash as?
2: Yes, I listen. I don't condone violence.
1: I personally don't think that she should.
2: She's. I don't know. I don't you, think that she I, should. Listen, I've been keeping my hands to myself since twenty sixteen.
1: That you know, that's not that long ago.
2: I know, I had a relapse, but I keep my hands to myself and I've been to therapy and I've been talking about my anger issues and me putting my hands on people. That was something that I saw growing up and that was something that I just thought, when you make me mad, we should just fight.
1: Hmm. And
2: I I don't do that anymore and there should be other ways to communicate- To express. To express yourself than putting your hands. But at that moment, when she said she was fucking him raw, my hands started itching and I just fought. But I made sure I hit him hard enough that he couldn't hit me back Hmm. and attacked him.
1: That is messy, though, for a bunch of different reasons. That's super messy to be Mm -hmm. out here fucking multiple women raw.
2: Well, that was, you know, rage was in me, but that's not fair. But it it happened, and if, you know.
1: It was a regrettable situation.
2: You know, I don't put my hands on nobody no more. Since 2016. Word. I'm a work in progress. Not
1: that this situation happened in 2016. The no. Situation happened this happened much
2: longer, but I stopped after 2016. It was just that
1: somebody tried you in 2016 and you had yes, to... Yes, and I, and I, I pulled living little living Simone like,
2: no. back out the bag. I, she I jumped out. She jumped out and I was like, you know, I feel threatened, so I'm going to attack you first before you attack me. But you know, I don't do that, you know, those situations always end bad. You can actually get hurt. Mm-hmm. You know, I've lost a cousin to domestic violence and you know, I had another cousin actually get hurt, you know, injured and shot up, but same situation. So, you know, keep your hands to yourself, ladies. Get your hands in your pocket, please. Word, you know. Work. A little food poisoning don't hurt nobody. Stop
1: it. <laughs> Stop it. Stop it. Don't eat the sauce, right?
2: You know how I feel about people and they sauce. Do not eat that girl red sauce. Don't eat no woman's red sauce. Don't eat it. No, nah, I'm kidding. No, but I'm dead serious about the sauce. Don't eat that shit. Don't
1: eat the sauce. don't eat the sauce. Yo, please. listen this episode went in, in, in a place that I didn't <laughs> see it see it going. This like turned into like the relationship episode, which i I, I liked I, I I appreciate your honesty and the fact that you were so so willing to be open and I talk to be about some of your 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 challenges and shit that you're trying to overcome, things that you have like overcame. I'm trying. You know I'm
2: aware. I'm, I'm. I am a work in progress. And people who say that sometimes they say I'm a work in progress, but they're really not trying to work on it. I've been really working on my patients. <laughs> I've been really working on how I feel about things, and you know, really, it all boils down to stop and assessing it. And I am going back to therapy, so you know, that's definitely gonna help out in 2019.
1: Would you recommend? therapy for everybody like should 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 yeah. should everybody go for like a baseline i
2: think everybody should go to therapy uh especially uh anybody born between 81 and 88 that little era that li- the crack baby era i think we should all go to therapy because we're kind of like in the midst of like we're dealing with the bullshit that happened with our parents and then we're also dealing with these young fucking red tip Lean cup drinking kids underneath us, so it's like a lot that we gotta juggle with the old school and the new school, and we're kind of like in the middle of it all. Like Mm -hmm. we, you know, you don't know whether to be the young OG Mm -hmm. or to just kind of like merge in with the rest of them and just fucking just start pumping. Like you don't know what to Mm -hmm. do, so Mm -hmm. I think we should all, you know, just get a quick evaluation, just kind of figure it out. There's a lot of you know shit that you don't realize will trigger you, and you don't understand these these people are triggers, like, certain family members or personal family members close to you. Why am I so fucking mad when I speak to this person? Because they're triggering you. And it's important that you kind of just sit down, talk to somebody, hear yourself say this shit when they ask you certain questions and figure it out.
1: Even, like, certain words and phrases and shit.
2: Yeah, certain things, certain sounds, certain noise, certain smells. You know, you'd be surprised how many of us are dealing with anxiety at this age and are dealing with so much Shit that you know, our parents are like, "What is that anxiety? I ain't know nothing about no anxiety." You know, you tired, you take a nap, you get back up, you go back to work. You got to get a job, in order to, you know, like all of that shit, like that, like that shit is not real.
1: That's a yeah, That's a dead that, That's mentality. not a yeah.
2: That's not a real mentality that's you know to push on your kids and what us not really have, especially you know, I don't know for anybody else. When you're coming from young parents, and you grow up, it's kind of like you and your parents are figuring out everything together. You're growing up together. So I just started to go to therapy just so I could just iron out my issues. Mm -hmm. And so I could be a better mother to my daughter, Mm -hmm. a better partner to my partner, Mm -hmm. you know, better, you know, I am the counselor to my mother Mm -hmm. at this point because everything she has, she just dumps it on me. Better Mm -hmm. sister to my brother, even better daughter to my own father. Like, you know what I mean? So it's important that you start with yourself first and then you work around everything else and then everything else will kind of come together because you'll be able to, Speak to everybody differently. No doubt. You know, and keep little Simone in the bag. For
1: sure. Well, well, yeah. Listen, tell, tell, <laughs> tell the people where they can find you if you want to share your socials well, or, or, I or am, whatever.
2: I'm still on Twitter, but I don't go on Twitter because I don't even know how to use it anymore. I kind of kind of got lost after Instagram okay launched in 2011. But I am on Instagram at iconic glow, um, and I am on YouTube, Kanye and Conversations. And I'm also on Instagram as well as Cognac and Conversations as well, so you can follow me at all of those.
1: Word up, yo, man! That was um that was a very good fucking episode, man. Thank you, <laughs> thank, thank you so bitch. much for for, for 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 like you know coming after after your workday to yes. to to like New Jersey,
2: mm-hmm.
1: you know, to the swamps of New Jersey to talk about this real nigga shit. Yo, <laughs> subscribe, rate, and comment, yo! If this is your first time listening to the Hood Loves Me po- podcast? You fucking basing, um, but. <laughs> I'm glad that you're here And subscribe, rate, and comment We're everywhere where you should listen to podcasts Give us um, a five-star rating And don't be a bitch about it uh, Talk to y'all next week, yo Hopefully we got some more heat for y'all You know what I'm saying? So, stay tuned Yeet!